Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast. Yes, it is podcast. In fact, the podcast <laughs> it is is transplaining with me, Jordan Gray. Welcome to another episode. If you're new to us, the premise of the show it's very simple. Each week, I am asked a big question and a small question by a special guest, which I attempt to answer any which way I can with the help of one of my very special pals from the world of comedy. This week, special guest is the brilliant radio and television presenter Lauren Layfield, and assisting me in my efforts to answer Lauren's questions is the wonderful, beautiful, and amazing Lara Ricotta. Uh, who I had a lovely time with in Australia. Lara's here. Let's start talking. Lara, you're here now. I am here. Hi. Very exciting. It is. All right. Yeah. I'm seeing you since Australia. We shall talk about Australia. Let's do the very rudimentary thing first. I really like the way that you say your name because it's so infectious <laughs> that it makes all other people say your name. People that might not attempt another dialect or accent, we all try to go for a, a lala. A lala? <laughs> yeah, lala. But I can't roll my R's. No, but it's like a D almost. Lala. Yeah. Oh, that makes it so much better. Yeah. Oh, you got to learn the trick. If you have this name, you got to learn the trick. My trick is L-A-D-A, but it's actually L-A-R-A in real yeah, life. That's a full-on ah, hack. hack. I can do it now. Yeah. I've, I've been saying like Lala, like just <laughs> with an L. Lala Ricotte, that's my name. <laughs> See, I can't, but you can't put a D on the front of an R. You can't. I can't call you Lala Ricotte. Ricotte. That'd be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lara, we, we did we spend were... some time in Australia together on yeah. account of the fact that you're proper talented and you were the, the best newcomer at last year's Edinburgh show. And Thank it's you. Sort of changed a lot for you, or things yeah. are sort of on a good path anyway. No, no, no. It changed a lot. I had no idea that was going to happen, and that really changed my life. I think I have been like the past two years of my life have changed drastically. I would just I live in Amsterdam, and I was doing like open mics, and then I joined a competition, and then I got an agent, Breed, who you know, who's wonderful. Nothing. And then they took me to Edinburgh, and then that happened. I won that, and then you done a win. You done a victory. I did a victory, and that. Oh, but funny, that's why. Thank you. You yeah. too. Oh, um, <laughs> wonderful show. I got to see it. That was really good. I didn't get to see it in Edinburgh because it was sold out all the time. Mad that, isn't it? What yeah. weird lives we've got. We've got weird lives. Yeah, I we went got... to the other side of the world, and loads of people came to see us. Yeah, it's really cool. I saw some bats. You did. Loads you saw, of them. You fucking drove <laughs> far away to see some bats. Yeah, I didn't get much of an Australian experience because I had to do loads of boring things. But I lived vicariously through your pictures, being all fun out with with our lovely friends, Leo, I Leo, know. Mike. Yeah. You didn't even come to the zoo that one day, but you already went to the zoo when you were in somewhere in the top, no? Canberra or something. I saw some animals, saw yeah. some people, saw some interesting things. That's some good. Australian things. Imagine <laughs> that. Laura, I'm going to say some things about you now, of to course. you. Feel free to interrupt or not, or correct me, because they're written down on a piece of paper. And who would defy a piece of paper? <laughs> It says here that you describe yourself as equal halves, Mexican, American and Venezuelan. And of course, the math on that is perfect. Three Thank halves you. there. Uh, spends a lot of your time in Amsterdam. Describes yourself as a comedian and storyteller. I'd describe you very much as that as well. You performed all around the globe. You teach comedy theory and writing courses. I do. I really do. I haven't done it in like a year now because right. obviously my life moved me around a bunch. But I yeah. did. That's the way that I would make money because I didn't want to do anything that wasn't comedy <laughs> when lovely. I started doing comedy. I know what you mean. Yeah, something yeah. comedy adjacent. 
I could do with a little bit of that. Our generations had access to so many comedy specials. You just watch every comedy special. It's always like IT men, you know, like a big group of like 47 year old <laughs> IT men who are all bald and they want to learn a little bit of comedy. That's so nice. It's so that's nice. That's not what a picture is. <laughs> yeah, it's Oh, me. that's so sweet. Yeah, and I'm always way younger than them, but it's creating, I don't even know why I said they were bald. They're not even all bald. <laughs> I take it back. Some of them are bald. Some cut of them that, are cut, full. That, cut that, cut that. Yeah, we <laughs> can edit that, that in post. <laughs> they have a full head of hair, yeah. some of them. <laughs> But it's nice because it's like you just create like an environment for them to play in. And people don't get to play ever. When you just work a job, you never play. And it's so nice. It's like improv, but also they get to write stuff. And then they get to perform it for each other. It's really sweet. That's wonderful. It, yeah. yeah, teaching people how to play seems like a public service that's missing. The fourth emergency service. Teach people to be nice to each other and have fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it, it makes a difference. I think also like it's eight weeks and like you get to like open them up. And it's just like you get to be yourself and then they are like, oh, well, they they do it. Like the teachers do it. And I do, teach it with my partner, Fed, who's really lovely. And so, oh, cool. Yeah. So oh, perfect. Good. What yeah. life? What life you've built for yourself? Yeah, it's quite nice, actually. I don't get to be there enough to be in my life, but I am really enjoying it when I am there. OK, well, that's <laughs> certainly an area of expertise. I reckon what we do now is we bring in our special guest, yes. Lauren Layfield. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Lauren Layfield, you're in here now. Hello, Hello. how are you? You're all right, thanks. But how are you? Considering right. the situation that we just learned about you, what is that you've not slept for four years? I don't <laughs> love to sleep. No, I do um, early breakfast on Capital, which is four till six in the morning, guys. That means a 3 a.m. alarm call, aka I'm fucking knackered. Yeah, those aren't real times. None of those are no, real things no, that you just said. No, none of them. It's very much night time. Okay, and then I know I'm not the one who asked the questions, but I just want to know <laughs> one more thing. Please. When do you sleep? Like, when is the time that you sleep? Okay, so no other people who work that shift go to bed at seven o'clock in the evening. Right. And they get up at three. You know, eight hours. That's what I should do. Okay, but when Lara. do you have a life? That's the problem, right? Yeah. I want to live. You want to live. I'm a young woman with <laughs> dreams, you know? I'm not going to bed at 7 o'clock. So what, I go to bed like late, like last night was 11 o'clock. I put 3. Even for us, I mean, sometimes we finish 10.30, but in bed by 11 if possible. Am I, t- am I, I am <laughs> never in bed by 11. We've got too much of an age disparity. I can I... even tell that. Even if we were the same age, you're younger than I am. <laughs> because, yeah. of you, because of what you just said what are you talking about I would about? like to I would like to go to bed ever but you know I have a I have a nighttime partner uh, yeah. a nighttime guy that does sound like he's a, a man of the night he does a man of the night you. such a polite euphemism for what you've hired there a nighttime man he's a nighttime man he's up and about he fucking he's a nighttime man <laughs> right cool that's great so then what what do you do so I go to bed late and then I come back this morning I've had a little disco nap do you know right. what I mean like a little just a little cheeky disco to get us in the land of the living again I've had a coffee I'm yeah. raring to go, guys. Got pertinent questions for you, Jordan. Thank you so much for bringing in pertinent questions. I shall say some things about you now. Nice oh. to say things about a person, especially when they're sitting right in front of you. Okay. Um, as well as Capital, of course, which you do present uh, between the ungodly hours of four <laughs> and six. Uh, you presented uh, CBBC with your trusty canine assistant, Hacker. There is like this viral video of you, which you're obviously aware of, which is you losing your shit to everything hackers saying. It's the loveliest thing. What are they called? Bloopers, I suspect. A blooper, yeah. I do love a blooper, but it is one of the most endearing blooper reels I've ever seen in my life. I watched it about four times. <laughs> oh, I can't it's wait to see so it. It's so sweet. You're just losing your shit. It's nuts. It's, it's, it's gone so viral for a year. And I'm like, when will this end? And is this my legacy now? Yeah. My producer, Ben, sent it to me, so, you know, to get to know the people that are coming on. And you don't say to too much because you are laughing the whole time and I feel I learn more about you in that you're laughing for two minutes than I do about most people. I also think it's not a very good indication of how good I am at my job if I'm just pissing it's myself so all funny the time. It's so, what would you say to somebody um, that had just met you, like myself and Lara, mm. um, what would you quickly say to them if you were trying to get across who you are 
how would you crowbar yourself into a conversation? With oh, I, I would I would describe myself somewhere along the lines of small but mighty. That's great. Yeah, Wonderful. we like that. What about you, Laura? Um, yeah, that was quick. Also, that was <laughs> yeah. quick. Well, I'll give you one to give you. I, I, this is all you need to know about me. There's a, some Bellagio-style fountains out there that come out of the ground, right? They come out of the floor. And I sat there for 15 minutes watching them. And after about five minutes, unironically, we sat there like, I'm doing this with my brain. <laughs> when they change, I was like, I'm definitely doing this with my brain. That's all you need to know about me. That sums me up completely as a person. That's really good. I would say I'm silly. I think I'm pretty silly. But I'm also, I have like a lot of good luck in the big things and a lot of <gasps> terrible luck in the small things. Like I lose everything that I that I own. Oh, my mates like that. Oh. Drives at the wall. You can't go anywhere with her. I can't go anywhere also. Oh. And I go everywhere all the time. And then I'm always <laughs> losing all everything. I lose every day. I've lost like seven or eight passports. I was going to say passports. Passports. Lip liners. But I'm always you losing a lip yeah. liner. You can talk to me about lip liners. I don't buy them anymore. And you know what? They cost 20 quid a lip liner, right? It's and I'm losing enough. them every night out. That's a lot of money down the drain. Yeah, that's a it lot of money. Mad. That's unfortunate. Um, Lauren, Laura's a, a very <laughs> big fan of tiny, tiny things. When we were out there, I learned that Lara likes tiny, tiny things. So I found the tiniest, tiniest little plant oh the size God. of a thumb in a little pot. I <laughs> am watering it left and right. Too much, actually. Too much. Well, yeah, I don't know if it's, yeah, there's a way to water a plant. I saw this thing yesterday on, on the online world, and it was this person. You can get on Amazon. You'll love this. You can get on Amazon 100 oh. tiny plastic babies I saw them right wait, wait, so funny wait what do you mean you saw them that can't be ubiquitous them. news yeah. what are you talking about of course she saw it she's a lot of tiny things. Tiny, tiny things and that woman she hid it all over her husband's house to, to basically torment oh. her husband so that everywhere he went over the years he will continue finding tiny, tiny plastic baby. babies and they're teeny they're this big and they're plastic <laughs> and they are like this <laughs> Just their little hands out, like a little, yeah, little hands. Oh, right, podcast. But I like the way you describe a tiny baby. Tiny, tiny little baby. Um, I, I think what a, a good thing to do. Uh, well, just, let's before we move on to these big questions, I do want to point out that you ha- you have a, a teen novel coming out this summer, Lauren yeah. Layford. What's that about, and why does it fall under the remit of teenager? So it's about all of the like yucky stuff that you have to go through when you're a teenage girl, yeah. like periods and boobs and boyfriends uh. and all that kind of stuff. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's um. It's coming out in August. I've been writing it for four long years, so I swear to God, it wow. better sell. But yeah, like I just wanted, I, I kept diaries when I was, I don't know if you ever did this, but I kept diaries when yeah, I was in my teenage oh, yeah. years and I revisited them recently and I was like, oh my God, like your teenage years are literally the funnest time. Best time. They're also the most traumatic time you'll ever go through in your entire life. It's hell being a 14 year old, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I've turned it into a character and tried to monetize my pain. What's the name of the book? <laughs> Indie Ray is totally faking it. Indie Ray is totally fake. Yes. That's is it wonderful. like fictionalized? It's fictionalized. It's cool. basically my own stories with me and my mates sort of made into a character. How exciting. Yeah, I hopefully. Hopefully. I hope people like it. I'm scared. It's scary being an awful. Yeah. It's though, isn't it? Yes. But it's nice. so cool. Words in sequence. Oh, Imagine. What we like. How's um, <laughs> about we uh, we bring now to the podcast Lauren Layfield, your big question. And me and Lara Ricotta will attempt to transplant it for you. This is a big question that's been asked a lot at the minute. I think it's very, very topical. And it's one that is scaring me to the depths of my little soul. (laughs) And the question is this. Is AI going to murder us all? (laughs) Big. Perfectly big question. What a wonderful big big question. question. Um, Right. So you're right. It is on people's minds. Why are you thinking about it specifically? And why do you think you're so terrified? As as we know, I do do Capital Radio at silly o'clock in the morning. And I have news at 5 a.m. And, uh, you know, as we know, the news over the past few years has been borderline terrifying. And 
At 5 a.m., I don't think you are, you know, nervously prepared for mm. bad news. Oh, of course. You're not even woke. Yeah, you're still what maybe half dreaming. Right. They call it a state that scientists describe as hypnagogia. When wow. you're, still, you're still half asleep and half awake. So that information goes into your subconscious deeper than it would if you were fully awake. Exactly. And I think I'm being tormented by my five o'clock news at the minute. And right. day before yesterday, I'm sure it was like something like the man who has basically invented AI. He has even said, guys, I'm... Not sure about this. I think this might be a bad idea. And I was like, what? This is the equivalent of somebody making a bomb and then going, ah, I don't know. I don't know if this one's going to explode and ruin the world. But let's press the button anyway. Do you know what I mean? So great, the idea of the guy that made the bomb. So Einstein at least provided the equations for the H-bomb. Yeah. And he's he's like, this will explode. This will be really big. And then it explodes. And he's like, Oh, shit. Whoopsie. Oh, no, that's a bomb. <laughs> well, made. Isn't it good? That bomb it they asked good? me to make. It's actually ideal that, like, that guy's saying the thing. Because, like, it means... The whole thing about this guy, this guy's, like, doing all these cool things with the U.S., which is, like, I mean, ideal in terms of, like, he's having conversations with the government and being, like, hey, regulate this. Yes. it's coming out and, like, it's yeah. happening. And, like, we're not going to be able to stop it because it learned <laughs> on its own. And, like, we created a thing that learns on its own. And it's amazing. And it's, like, it's human progress to the point where we wanted it. But also, like... Obviously, it's going to be our demise. Obviously, because we made something that's too this amazing. This is soothing me, Laura, by the way. It's going to be great. He's going to like... The if go- I know Laura, there is a silly end. <laughs> okay, 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 no, okay. no, there are. <laughs> there there so just harrowing. Like, he is trying to work with like governments in right. order for them to regulate it. But the thing is, like, we have the example of what like fucking social media that ruined us in a way that like mm-hmm. we had no idea how it was going to. It's crazy how addicted we all are. And like, there's no, there's just no getting out of it. It did something to our subconscious. They just like put it out. They were like, oh, look at this cool new thing we created. And everybody who's in the government is 78 million thousand years old. So no one can do anything. (laughs) And they don't even know what's happening. Um, But there are totally worst case scenarios that I can tell you about that are fucking horrible. Um, (laughs) That would be like, because we always think like, oh, at least we're going to be the consumers of all the things that the AI is going to make. There's a whole worst case scenario but I need to know it it's really bad okay but maybe I should we'll put a nice little jingle over it put some happy happy music under it before I say that I'll say like (laughs) there will be there will be a way in order for like especially in the creative field for a while, they're going to need us. We're for fine. a while is not fine. reassuring yeah. me, though. Just for a bit. <laughs> Hang around for a bit, you guys. I think I think because they always need an editor, right? They always need someone who decides what's the good stuff and what's the bad stuff. Like, AI can create a bunch of shit, and it's always about asking it the right question. Right, uh-huh. right. Yes. That's and that's biggest. our job. Yeah, because you ever, like, been with a client that's like, oh, I want you to make something, and it's like, yeah, make it funny, and, like, they don't fucking know what they're saying mm. ever. They don't know what they want. And it will do all of the hard work, which is the shit that you don't want to do anyways. That's good. Okay. I don't know. Like, if I have to write my book and it's like, oh, I have all of this in Well, I did think about that because I've got a second book contracted, right? Right. Oh, well, congratulations. Thanks, but can't be asked to do it, right? Okay. <laughs> so then I was thinking, hang on a second. Yeah. We can just pop book number one into this chat. GPT or whatever it's called. <laughs> Get him to spin out number two for That's, me. That it is would. great. But That's okay, mad. so then here we go. Lara makes a very good point. It's about asking the right questions. What would you... So you give it the first book. What do you say? You've only got... And you've only got one chance. Yeah. It's, it's there. It's like a big screen. And they're like, it goes, what do you want? So you get one question. You get one question <laughs> to get your um, second book. Okay, one question I'm going to go for. Can you do this but better? Can you do this but better? Right. Now that sounds sounds pretty good. Yeah. But what if it goes... I'm not going to do a robot voice. <laughs> what if it goes... Right. I've read that book. I'll tell you what would be better is if it was an interpretive dance. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, too big better. of a question. Shall we make got... the main character 
Matt Hancock. Yeah, yeah like, right, because of all the information says people love Matt Hancock. <laughs> you're so right. You haven't even asked it for a book. Lauren, you've said, yeah. can you make this better? What you'll get is a little tiny metal cube that will come yeah. out and you'll be like, why is that better? And you go, you don't know because you're not a robot. <laughs> this oh is God, perfect. It's a perfect little cube. Yeah. And it's, be- it's no, better. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I need to give it more information. How much information can you give? Tons. You can say exactly like you can. 140 be like, characters, according to. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, you yeah. say you say like, hey, um, I wrote this book. You can talk to it. You can be like, hey, I wrote this book, and um, now I'm trying to write. Well a done. It'll give you a little thumbs up. So well, I like that. Uh, yeah, we're, 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 we're acting out. We're acting out. Well, well done, Lauren. Right, come on. What else? And then you go like, um, I, I need to write a sequel. It needs to have the same character. They need to grow, maybe like. Like you. That sounds derivative. <laughs> and then you just put exactly what you want the book to look okay, like. Okay, problem with me with this is that's already a lot of work. Right. I may All as well just questions. crack on with doing... Yeah, exactly. I may as well just crack on writing the book at this stage. I think there's always... There's going to be like... Oh, I just lean back. I'm just fucking comfortable. <laughs> yeah, you know, no podcast. Um, I, uh, I, what's it called? I think there's going to be like the world of like people who are originals. They didn't do it with AI. And then there's going to be the world of like uh, fucking like organic people, you know, like and, and there's oh, going like to be like those Gattaca. two camps. Do you ever see Gattaca, the film? No. No. So uh, Ethan Hawke is a little original. I hate Ethan Hawke. <laughs> sure, I hate Ethan Hawke <laughs> as well. He sucks. What's going on? fucking nowhere. Why? Well, I hate him. Everything he's on, I hate. Right, okay, well. I never even really watched him, but just looking at that man's face, I just go, I wouldn't want to bump into you at the pub. The only guy that I feel so strongly about. <laughs> I mean, obviously, no, like dictators and like all those people too. But like in terms of like the TV people, yeah. Ethan Hawke is not like Paul Pot. No, do you know what I mean like um, he's all right. So you've got Ethan Hawke. So so far, this is right. a terrible film. But Jude Law is his brother. We like Jude oh, Law. Oh, I is love. That a good thing? Hang on, is his brother in real life? No, in the film. Oh right. And, and you can right. Sense. So now put those two together, and I know the answer to this based on your opinion of Ethan Hawke. But which one Jude do you reckon is the original, great. and which one do you reckon is the genetically engineered Superman? Obviously, Jude uh, Law. Right. So fucking hot. And that's what the whole yeah, film is about. And it's really sweet. It's about people that they weren't engineered, and so how do they still get to be in society? And they're all like, uh, they all do remedial jobs. Like Ethan Hawke wants to be a spaceman, an astronaut, I believe. This is a professional said. <laughs> but he's a cleaner at, at the place that Jude Law is training to be an astronaut. It's good. I'm just, Apart from Ethan Hawke, it called? it's yeah, called Gattaca. I'm gonna write this down because that, that sounds right. It's really though. cool. There's a bit where like there's a pianist and he's got ten fingers on each hand or something because he's been engineered to do it and he's and the picture of him is all sad with holding his many uh. <laughs> hands over his face and it's that image has stuck with me forever. I mean, it's a really sad image. Yeah, it's and also like cool, a funny cool and tragic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think so far. It sounds like the technology is just going <laughs> to help you write a book that you'd probably write anyway if you had a bit more time. Yeah. I don't think it's life-threatening at this stage. Well, no, because we haven't heard as oh, yet yeah, Lara's worst-case scenario. I, which, I can feel you... bad. I feel bad even saying it because I know it's going to give people anxiety, people that are listening to this. But I would rather, as a generally quite anxious person, I would rather know what to prepare for. You can't prepare for it. Right. That's the thing about <laughs> the scenario I'm about to talk to you about. I also saw it on a YouTube video and like it was like, Obviously, that's not where you should get your information. And this is a dystopian nightmare, obviously, that I'm <laughs> presenting. And it doesn't mean that it's likely that it happens. <laughs> yep. But it could happen. I'm actually, I'll, have... I'll be honest with you, I'm actually really excited because I'm <laughs> not worried too. about the old, the old uh, technology. I'm feeling post-apocalyptic vibes. I'm really excited about what you're going to say. What, I love what? anything dystopian as well. I, I I think it's brilliant. Like, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, it's scary, but fun. Like, it's a bit like on a roller coaster. Hear this. Right, here okay. we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay, wait. 
I think the thing that we are all really like sure about is that they need us as consumers, right? The machines. I mean, the people who like people make... own the machines. Right. Okay. Because there's always going to be like the big capitalist mm. man somewhere. Yeah. Or woman. <laughs> Probably not. But, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Wishful <amazing>. thinking. <laughs> um, the big capitalist person um, who will own the machines that will make all the things. And those things that are made by the machine need to be consumed by society. And so we, since we live in a capitalist society, there always needs to be the the big person needs to be stepping on the heads of someone, and that would always be us, luckily. <laughs> that means that we, we're allowed to be inside of the society. Obviously, though, at some point, they would decide if that happens, that AIs take all of our jobs. There's no jobs left for people. What we would need to do is get universal basic income from governments. Uh -huh. Like, we would need to get, like, a fee for living and just being part of the world. Yeah. Probably we'd get, like, 1500 bucks a month or whatever. And, like, that's and, not enough for my lifestyle, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. No, no. Oh, but you're saying change. that's all that would be available. Yeah, it would be everybody, but everybody gets that, like, in, like, the Western world, I guess. I don't know about I'm, I am yeah. talking very much about the West. Is that bad? I am just talking about yeah. the West. Yeah. Um, yes, it is bad. We are in, we're, <laughs> we're in the West. You said it. Yeah. Like, it's just all bad. It's all bad. Everything I'm saying is bad, actually. Um, so, if, if, uh, so, so they need us. They need us. But clearly, if we're all on universal basic income and all we're doing is like getting money to then give them money to then buy their stuff, they could be like, oh, actually, we don't actually care about this whole part of society. We can just make products for us. 100,000 of us. The elite, 10, the Jude Laws. The elite. They make the, Jude right. Laws. Yeah, yeah. They, they make for themselves. Okay. And then the rest of us <laughs> die. Like, if no one's making food for us, if no one cares about us, that's the thing about billionaires. They're so rich now. They could have an army. Like, they don't need to, like, be inside of, like, a state. Right, yeah, they, they don't yeah. need protection outside of They don't need money. it. They have money. And they and that means that they have access to all sorts of resources. They could decide to have, like, a state in, like, an island that they make somewhere mm. where, with the climate crisis, like, somewhere, like, Norway or some shit where it's not going to be nice and summer. No, it's well nice. I was going to say, if you, if you could pick somewhere in the country to go, if you're a billionaire, where would you go? Norway's good. Norway? I mean, it's pretty, it's bleak, but nicely bleak. It's spooky bleak. I, what I'm going to continue to do is interject with some lovely little images of nice things as yes. you're talking. And then, then it's a good balance. <laughs> yeah, or, good balance. Or, Someone looks like properly terrified. <laughs> I am actually, like genuinely, and I'm also aghast that you know so much about this as it's well. It's so uh, like I it, wish I didn't. Are you on the billionaire yeah. club? Like <laughs> you're on the inside. No. I yeah. just have a I just have a geeky geeky boyfriend. <laughs> the premise of the podcast is that we come on and transpain, but usually we we don't have experts on, myself included. I'm not one of them. And it's usually a light-hearted chat, and it always ends up talking about quite base. Um, to have somebody okay that's actually on with question. a real proper answer yeah. to a real proper question, this is fascinating for me. But it's not actually the truth. It's like a worst-case scenario. We can thing. take it or leave it. Yeah. I'll let I'll leave it. <laughs> I think you were going to give us some, a lovely image about Norway? Norway, it's nice. What I will say is I think we could learn a lot from that colourful weirdo that presents the Hunger Games in the Hunger Games film. That's who we are. If we just keep pandering, keep smiling, get our teeth done all nice. Yeah. And as as these these horrible things start happening, we just placate the people in power. I'm well up for that. I'll do that anyway. Good. Yeah. But let's all be that. We're all in the I arts. think there are let's so just... there are so much space for like the the things that we still care about. Like there will be space for it. Also like AI could be used to like solve the climate crisis, possibly. And then maybe we just fix that. Yep. Because this is a really yeah. smart machine and like that's the best case scenario. Like they use it for good and like governments regulate it and they use it to find solutions and What right? about though? Here's yeah. my question. Here we go. Other than the government utilizing it against us, what if the robots start talking to each other and they decide to take over? I think that's not a big 
like, I think that's... Imagine, though, imagine. <laughs> imagine they're all just chatting and making plans. Like Furbies. <laughs> like Don't Furbies. stick too many Furbies together because they start making their own language. Did you see that? I think it was at, like, some, like, Japanese conference for, like, robots and stuff like that. And they set up two to have a little chat between them and they were speaking non-binary or something like that, or binary, whatever it is. Yeah. And two of them went <laughs> off piste. They went off script. That's incredible. They knew the script. The the, yeah. the creators knew the script. What they were going to say to each other. The ones going yeah. zero one zero one 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 zero. And then they started speaking in their own fucking <laughs> language. What were they saying? Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> what were they saying? Just like hello, I am Furby. Hello, I am Furby. And then one of them just goes, "What is life?" <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 what? Like a little little red dot just appears on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I Furby am. Awful. I exist. Why did we have Furbies? Who invented the Furby? Like what? If that's, awful character. That is a, 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 if if Furbies is the best that they could come up with at the time. I don't think we've got too much to worry about. Like I AI, know, AI will probably come out all yeah with the, the furry mm, yeah, birds. With yeah, the furry. Yeah, yeah. AI is going to come out. Is my answer to your question? I hope this will like because Loris is <laughs> is probably what I'll describe as. Accurately bleak. <laughs> Intense. My one is sort of more of a Lara Cotter answer. My sort of more of a okay. silly answer. Don't worry, because it'll probably come out fluffy with a beak. <laughs> and everything will be fine. And look at me. I mean, ideal. Yeah. That would be ideal. That would be ideal. for them. Would you say that uh, you are happy with mine and Lara's combined transplanations for um, your question? Not happy with Lara's. I have to take yours, Jordan. That's fine. And that's how, that's how the world goes downhill because <laughs> I, you get you, we all go for the silly answer. We, we pacify yeah. ourselves with silliness. That's it, but the truth is out there. <laughs> I think a good thing to do now would be to move on to a quick fire round of listeners' <laughs> questions. We're going to answer now some listeners' questions that you've sent in. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Time now for some quickfire audience questions. Sam Shillet. How bad do you reckon open fridges in supermarkets are for the planet? As a rule, they're fucking useless. We never get a question with a swear word in. They knew that you two were here. As a rule, they're fucking useless too. Everything comes out lukewarm. Right? How bad do we reckon open fridges are at supermarkets? Never thought about that. He fucking hates them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead yeah, and say They are the Ethan Hawke of appliances. <laughs> right. No, I think it is. I think he's like me, which is a short person. Is that is that a bloke we're talking about here? Um, Sam Chalet. Oh, could, could, could be, be anyone. Okay, so, so I think he or she is short. And the reason <laughs> I say that is because I too am short. 
if you were trying to grab a bag of peas at the bottom of it of one of those freezers where you lift the top up and you have to get oh. in, nightmare. It's so hard to get in. So I reckon that's created a lot of beef for him. Okay. And then they're warm when you get there. And then you get yeah. <laughs> after you took three and a half hours to go down. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What's the freaking point? I um I think they're probably bad for the planet, sure. But other things are so much worse, Sam. You need to worry about other stuff. <laughs> like, th- this is probably, like, what, on the scale of bad? Like, I'm pretty sure we could have a bunch of these and it still would do a lot less than, like, Shell. You should you should be talking about Shell, Sam. Yeah. Sam's listened to this podcast. I hope my question comes up, fingers crossed. Has listened to the first bit and gone, I don't think my question's as important now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think so. I put him down in his prime. Yeah. Sam, I mean, you fucking <laughs> idiot. Why would you even bother? Get a gun, Sam. No, <laughs> get gun. no, Sam. Don't we're get so guns. We bad. actually are. We we were so mean to you, but we mean we mean it with so much love <laughs> and kindness. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Sam is an absolute fucking troglodyte. Okay, so they think they're pretty bad, Lauren. Um, I'd never even stop to question them. And to be honest, if you haven't got a freezer in a supermarket, what else are you going to put on? Like a block of ice? Like, <laughs> Sam, I mean, what's the solution, you, mate? Fuck, Sam, Calm a block down. of ice. Are you fucking joking? <laughs> I'm really enjoying swearing. I never swear this much. <laughs> Sam, you are an absolute fucking <laughs> moron. Sam, we really love you. Thanks for writing in. Alison Richardson. What is the, mo- this is great. What is the most common colour on earth? That's great. Oh. That's really good. Because it go, my brain went blue, but it's not on Earth. It's in the sky. It's in the sky. That's I would have gone green, but then you know, industrialization. Industrialization. <laughs> the, yeah. Wait, but is it not on Earth? Blue is not on Earth. There's you blue, just said there's that. There's blue things on Earth. I know, but the sky the is skies, on Earth. It's I'll, a reflection, so it's not actually there. That's mm-hmm. what you mean. The blue that comes on the sky is the end of what's it called? There's that wonderful effect in physics where red light travels faster than blue light, and so the blue light we see is the tail end of light traveling from miles and miles away. I forget, I forget oh what's called God, the ultraviolet end of the spectrum. That. But okay, so then I am Lara's boyfriend. Okay, so wait. I guess that then we'd have to decide like the color that we perceive the most, or the color that there is the um, most. I see. So you're right. This is the whole thing of like. I mean, I've never smoked weed, but one of those weed smoking questions, right? (laughs) Um, Do we see the same? Let's assume we're seeing all colours the same. Just pure surface area. Surface. That's how I'm seeing it. But don't let me steer your answers. Okay, so it's not perception. It's perception. What do you reckon perception-wise? What do you perceive? What do you reckon? Perception-wise, I would say blue. Because of sky and sea and stuff. Because of sky and Mm. sea mainly. That's good. That makes up the most of the earth. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Okay. And we just kind of, yes. But <laughs> no, I yeah, gave my that, producer that... a thumbs up because I like to check in with him once in a while and he's enjoying himself. Is he, <laughs> has he got the answer for us though? Imagine if he just holds up a colour. Yeah, blue. Oh, he's, he's just said, I think he's mouthed the colour white. Do you say white? White. The Arctic is the biggest desert on the planet. But it's bigger than all of the sea, which is like all of the earth. Whoa, shots fired. (laughs) Oh my God, this is blowing my brain. I can't believe white. Not all the sea is blue. Some of it is what? Green? See-through, isn't it? You're right, it is green. Yeah. No, the most of the blue from the sea is thing. Let's let's finally crack this, because this annoys me when people talk about it. You're right, the sea is kind of a blue a bit because of the sky, but also there's a very small amount of, I think it's cobalt in the sea, which is a mineral that does have a slightly blue hue. Obviously, when you really look at the sea, it's mostly green and see-through because of life and waste. Yeah. And again, we're perceiving it blue, but <sighs> is it? it's actually just transparent fucking water. <laughs> well, you said the last bit, water, am I right? Um, am I right, ladies? I'm going to say brown because all things are brown. 
like the ground <laughs> is brown, the bottom of the sea is brown. So yeah. even the even the surface level of the sea is blue, but it go down or oh, brown, <gasps> isn't it? And we're talking whole earth. What about lava, ladies? Lava! <laughs> lava! I'm not having the whole world is like red or something. No. It is. <laughs> if, we're being, if it's about seeing, then it's blue. Or sure. green, maybe. I'm if not having white. Seeing. I'm sorry. White, zero. Percent. That is Whoa. idiotic. I'm <laughs> From a producer. Bless him, Benny. He tried really hard on that. Stayed up all night and he did all the math. I'm going to repeat what you just said. Beige is the colour to beat. I'd buy that. Mostly any restaurant you go in and you order a meal comes out beige. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beige. Like some, beige, beige food is delicious. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. All the best looking people are beige. Yeah, everyone's going to be beige. Yeah, everyone's going to be beige. Give it like 50 years, everyone's going to be beige. So they get a bit beige. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, because of the, they're like the mix Mixed of race. all of them. Yeah, 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 the, like, I was like, is that racism <laughs> right here? <laughs> <laughs> all the best people are beige. <laughs> and, but we are, we're going to be beige, aren't we? We're yeah. not. No. no. I'm kind of beige. You're a little bit beige. To be fair, you're both a little bit beige. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm white, Sorry. which according to you is fucking stupid. Also, I feel I'm like we're now racist yeah. against, against George. The least popular colour in this conversation. <laughs> As well it should be. Um, I really want to quickly say something because you said lava. Uh, you might you, you might have heard, Lauren. Yeah. Like, I really like the way that Lara says her own name. Lala. It's really nice to say Lala. Say it. Lala. Lala. It's, that's the way it should be said. Lala. But then there's this YouTuber that does Minecraft videos and they're just American. But then in Minecraft, there's llamas and there's lava. And for some reason, she says it the way you say your name. She'd be like talking. She'd be like, you need to get a bucket and collect yourself some lava. And I'm like, that's the way Lara says her name. And then be like, oh, what's that in the distance? Oh, I think it's a llama. <laughs> It makes me so happy. It makes me really happy. Also, I love that the occasions to actually use that yeah. that phrase. What's that in the distance? It's llamas. I love how rare that is. So when it comes yeah. along, wow, it must be a real moment when it comes out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't, don't say very often. Oh my god, the llama fell in the lava. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a very niche situation. Um, Ruby from Gloucester. Sure. Do you yeah. try that one again? No, because it's a place I've just made up. Um, Right. Gloucestershire. Is it Gloucestershire? Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I've... Say it again. Gloucestershire. <laughs> Gloucestershire. Rudy from Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. Yeah. Let's, all, let's always, you and I, just say the first and second half yeah, of things we together. Share, we'll share our sentences. Rudy and Gloucestershire. What's the biggest thing one could... <laughs> what's the biggest thing one could fit whole in a normal-sized mouth? It's odd, <laughs> Rudy, that you haven't specified your own mouth. Like, mm. what could you just fit in another person's human-sized mouth? I mean, yeah, if we're talking length and width. Yeah, like, are we being inclusive yeah. of, of girth? That's that's such a good point. And whatever it is, probably going to be beige. Let's be honest. Yeah, hopefully, this is beige. hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed beige. <laughs> because you could take, like, a length of a string, what is, yeah. I don't know how I was going to describe what string was, and then you put it in a ball, but then, of course, when you take it out and pull it, it's really long. Does that count as something really big? Mm, that, see, I would put that in the lengthy category for sure. Oh, I think we got to talk. No, nobody's think... disputing that the string, <laughs> the string is long. Lauren, let's not the girth on it. Oh, nothing. Tiny, that nothing is the that. least girthy thing on this planet. Oh, look at this next question. What's the least girthy thing on the planet? Um, Hair. <laughs> she, had so right. she had an answer ready to yeah. go. Um, what's the biggest thing you can fit in your mouth? Probably something that expands, isn't it? I'm, I'm just always thinking. What do thinking, you mean expands? Like rice? Like, yeah. Oh, like rice. So lots of dry rice and then it get bigger. That's a, nice, that's a choking hazard it's though. It's not a clever thing to do. I definitely agree with you there. It's not. Because I want to know the oh. size of it before I pop it in because I, I don't want any nasty surprises. Good way, that's a good way to live your life, to be fair. <laughs> but definitely. I think in general, we just we think like, you know when people put a fist in their mouth and then that's like. What? <laughs> you know when people can do that? That's a party trick. Sorry. Whoa. Can you do it? Is this when Lauren Maybe. puts a fist in her mouth? 
Ooh. fully happening. Oh, listen. I mean, we do have cameras, but if you're not, if you're listening online, that's <laughs> that fully ha- happened, and it was I like a sort of a scene out of X Men. And it, it made me cough, and now I got cough. <laughs> Laura, do you want to have, have yourself a little bit of war? But can I ask I really you this as a follow-up question? It. Was that the first time you've ever done yeah, it? First time. That wasn't even a pie trick. You just did it. <laughs> I she did it as if she does this all the time. I really thought that this was like, and see how easy it is. No, nope, you just tried it, and I love that about you. I've seen it done at parties. People have done that. And you I've thought, <laughs> I could do that. I'll do that. Any day of the week, I could do that. I can't. But some people can fit a whole fist in their mouth. Yeah, that's yeah. not going anywhere, this thing. This is a piano player's shovel. <laughs> yeah, you've got good piano fingers there. Yeah, yeah. That's Don't good. I'm sure I saw a man put an ostrich egg in his mouth once. Whoa. She's <laughs> quite impressive. Must have been hungry. <clears throat> right. Wow. That's large, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know how to answer that one, I'll be honest with you. I think you did. It sort of depends on the yeah. size of the mouth. Uh, <laughs> I think you just did. Rudy, the biggest thing that you can fit in your mouth is an ostrich egg because there's no better okay. answer. James from Bermondsey. Nearly. Ingham. Ingham. Yay. James from Birmingham. What's the most fun one can have by oneself? That's a great question. Ah, masturbation. I know, I was thinking that, but oh, it's also you. sad to masturbate sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> when you're on like the second or third, it's like, what are you up to? It is. Take a break. Go on a walk. <laughs> You know, like, look at this guy. I don't know. The sky or this guy? The sky. I thought you said, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's right there. He's having a great time. He's not masturbating. Yeah, also it depends where someone is masturbating. Like, there's a lot of different elements, isn't it, that could turn into a very sad situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's let's pivot. What's the saddest location? That you could debate. Probably the train. (laughs) The train? Probably the saddest. Great. Is train worse than plane, for example? Oh my god, no. Because <laughs> you can't leave. It's creepy. It's creepy generally. Let's yeah. just put that out yeah. there. It's yeah. creepy to masturbate anywhere in public. So maybe, yeah. maybe that's not the saddest. That's the creepiest. It's creepy. Mm. Sad. It's like sad. Just, what would make you <laughs> forlorn and somber after the event? Your I was parents' gonna... bedroom. Mm, there's a yeah. lot wrapped up in that. There's definitely a lot wrapped up in that. Yeah, there's a lot there <laughs> actually. Yeah. A house you've just moved into and realised you can't afford and there's no bed. Oh, <laughs> that, that's sad. That's that really sad. sad. So, wait, yeah. yeah, where are you doing it? You're just in the in the corner yep. in the kitchen. Like, <laughs> yeah. There is the, the space for the microwave that you can't afford. Yeah. <laughs> that's sad. That's it. You sit where the microwave would be. <laughs> in that small yeah. box. <laughs> just that's wrapped really up. Um, there's, there was a question I saw earlier. It's not on this list. But I don't know, so I don't know what's in my brain, but I'm going to ask anyway. No, no, I've seen what it is because it's the small question that's coming up and I was really looking forward to it. I was like, how come we didn't ask the one? Ah, oh, there it is. If you want a question transplained, email askjordan at off-script.co.uk or leave it in the review section of <laughs> iTunes as you leave us a lovely or horrible comment. Do what you like, I'm not your mum. Let's do now the thing, what is the end of the show? What is Lauren Layfield asking us her small question? Oh, do you know, I had I had many that I could have brought to the table today. I mean, there's just so many unanswered in the world, isn't there? But this is the one that me and my other half, we always talk about, like frequently, Perfect. like a lot. It's like we can't come to a conclusion. So you might be able to help on this. Here we go, Laura. We always say, if you were alone in the woods, what would be the scariest thing that could come at you? We always say, I love that you always say that. Yeah. That is amazing. We've been together, me and my other half, 14 years. We've yeah. still not decided what's the scariest As thing. As you're drifting off to sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's 
Scariest thing. Scariest yeah. thing that could come at you. Okay. I mean, it's really good because it's like at first you like something that you can't fully see is scarier mm-hmm. than what you can see. Mm-hmm. Are you getting noises first? Are you seeing a flash of something first? Is it human? Is it not human? Is it real? Is it not real? First thing I think that's like fucking petrifying is like a bunch of fucking like <laughs> war, like a war coming at you. Oh, you know, oh, like, oh, like a bunch of people with like a big sword, yes. like coming at like a hundred thousand people. Right. So like, that's yeah, that's, that's like the, the, the plural noun for like loads of people is a war of people. A war of people. <laughs> a war. <laughs> They're like coming. A war of people coming straight at you. <laughs> Ter- that is terrifying. That would be, yeah, that would be. It'd be the end of it. I mean, but there's character to that. I'd be like, at least I know what those things are. I recognize mm, them as yeah. people. Yes. Like, if, yeah. whether it's an old war, like a sword <laughs> war, or a gun war, like yep. a new war. But yeah, like, well, I know what those things quick. are. You end, like, your end is quick, and that's right. better. I've got, mm. I've got one. Yeah, right. Well, You're in the woods, Lauren Layfield. Mm. You're there. In woods. <laughs> then I need to clarify that for a second time. You're masturbating in the woods. And it's really sad. Not too sad, because as we've established, there's sadder places. But you're there, you turn around, who's standing next to you? Oh, it's only you. <gasps> what? Lauren Layfield goes to you, have you killed the other one yet? <gasps> what the fuck? What? Have you killed the, the other, other one yet? Yeah. As in the other me? The other you that came along that you were supposed to kill, because guess what? She's here to kill you. And it's an endless loop throughout time. It is an existential dread situation. Where the most terrifying thing is that you are ultimately going to die by your own hand. What? Is that the most terrifying thing ever? I, think I it mean, be. it's pretty terrifying, but what about a very small baby? <laughs> <laughs> what about a hundred small plastic babies that can walk? One hundred small babies <laughs> that are gnawing at your toes? Oh woods? my God, like, do you know in Jurassic <laughs> Park, all got, yeah. when all the little dinosaurs come for him? Way scarier, definitely. They'd be like, yeah, the little baby's gnawing at your toes. <laughs> yeah, but they've all got your face. And they're all like... <laughs> So I'm trying to combine our ideas, like so it's like an offering of the shit. Thing. I've never even that's thought really that good. before. Like multitudes, the multitude yeah, of small. No, that's terrifying. <laughs> the, that's a that's a great name for both a metal album and an existential terror. The multitude of small. I bet that's a thing. It's though. so I bet true. It's like a fear. more small things rather than one big thing. Well, so uh, right. Do you know what? I saw this brilliant thing on TikTok the other day. It's some kind of weird video gameplay that someone's created where they say, "Could 10 million." chickens yep. kill 10,000 T-Rexes and you basically have to guess. Oh, sure, And sure, then it'll sure. show you at the end, like, who wins. Chickens won. Simulation, right? Yes. Chickens won. Chickens that... killed them. The multitude of small. <laughs> that's what it is. The multitude, that's the multitude of small. Right. Taking hand down. The <laughs> multitude of small. But on those <laughs> simulations... Mm. They've programmed those little tiny 10 million chickens to be very aggressive. Chickens yes. certainly, what they certainly don't do is act in unison ever. Well, do you know what their weapon or, of choice was? Go on. Squirting eggs out of their asses <laughs> at the T-Rexes. <laughs> oh, sure. No of course sense. it was. That's where it, I think we've really reached the pinnacle. The ter- scariest thing you can see is a war of chickens, but they're backing up to you. <laughs> they were backing up. They're backing up. And you heard the little noises. It was like... <laughs> And they were pumping, they were pumping them out like. Oh my goodness! And the eggs are coming at you. Which let's be real about this for a second, can we please? Those eggs are not hard boiled, right? Right. If they were coming out hard boiled, I'd believe it, but they're not. (laughs) So what's happening here? They hit you hard. An egg, an egg to the face. Bear in mind, it was two million chickens. So how many? And they were pumping these eggs out like bang, 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 like an like an automatic gun, right? Yeah. So that is a lot of matter. If I was to, to be to be delicate, just to be delicate, how much force, really though, 
conceivably does those eggs come out at, even if you're trying, even as a human, <laughs> take an egg, take, let's make it hard-boiled, it's up here. Yeah. Your job, your only job in this world is to get it as far as possible. How far is that really going? If, from your, are you talking about your ass Either right or. now? Either you're talking or. about your butthole? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking, a chicken... Are we actually doing this where we're imagining if a boiled egg... Bring out the eggs! <laughs> right. No, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, okay. So um, we've I mean... got, surely our peristalsis, our system that pushes the food through, is stronger than a chicken's. But mine's got weaker over the years now, my, my butt. <laughs> right, okay. okay. My butt. Because <laughs> of all the stuff you're putting out? I don't know what's happened. It's like I had like a good, strong rectum when I was in my youth and sure. now I just feel like it's a bit weak, like it struggles a bit sometimes. It's a bit full on, a little bit sad. <laughs> that might be my age. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that yeah, I could really like haul. It's, it's definitely not going. So uh, even <laughs> to even two million of you, unless you're really high up and they come. Yeah, ah, uh, so but if you had like the advantage of high. Yeah, yeah in but... which point the up the self bit is totally redundant and irrelevant. <laughs> Just hold it, Just get out of your pocket. Doesn't need to come shooting out of you. I don't think that's going very far, especially not out of Lauren. We have only no, just met. Exactly. I hope you know that about you. I, hope that's I love that I've taught that about you already. Yeah. What is my mother going to say? We've, we've come full circle. I asked you, how do you ingratiate yourself very quickly with people? What do we need to know about you? You've we got a weak rectum. It's a very weak little rectum. It used to be strong, but in the past 14 years. <laughs> that actually does paint a lovely picture of me, just like mentally, physically, everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah over and over and over. What bit after the other, and that is what we refer to as the multitude of small. There we go. There we go. It's been bloody great. Do you feel sufficiently transplained to that the most terrifying thing, our two ideas combined, mm. was lots and lots of tiny little things that have got your face? This is alive. Honestly. And they're alive, did you say? Yeah, they yeah, are. They they're are alive. fully alive. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. that is fucking awful. <laughs> I mean, walking into Christ and seeing lots of anything, but it's dead. It's scary, but like, oh, but I'll just leave. Like, no, they're alive. They're Thank alive. you for clarifying. No, they are alive, those things. That is the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Lots, <laughs> lots of tiny lots. dead things with your face on them, but you're in the forest. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the forest. That makes it worse. <laughs> um, do you feel happy with that <gasps> transplanation? No, I do. I really do. That's, 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 that's really... I'm going to sleep well tonight, guys. Thanks yeah. so much. Especially after that AA I think That was terrifying. But oh, now you feel much better. Yeah. yeah. No, He's like, it's been, I don't know, you'll have to cut around to make this quite the peppy episode, right? Because right. we've been very dark. <laughs> We're going to cut between the two constantly. <laughs> Talk about AI and then eggs out of the middle. <laughs> oh, we're probably going to die. Loads of little things. And it'll, just, that'll be, it'll be really avant-garde and discordant, but people are going to love it. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Both Pleasure. Of what a fun podcast yeah. this is, eh? It's been very good, isn't it? Huge thanks again to Lauren and Laura. You can follow Lauren on socials at Lauren Layfield and listen to her early breakfast show on Capital between four and six. Get a book for teenagers uh, when it comes out. What's it called again? Indie Ray is totally faking it. Indie Ray is totally faking it. Uh, and that comes out, we, do we have a, an idea? Uh, August 2023. Please do buy it. Because That's so soon. It's so soon. And yeah, I'd like I'd like to make some money off of it. For you will. Work. Thanks. You definitely will. We can learn the origins <laughs> of the weak rectum. Oh, yes. Because that's the timeline. It's, like, it's the, 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 what they call it, the backstory. The, the origin story. <laughs> Quite literally the back, the back story. Lara teaches comedy theory and writing courses with the improv company Easy Laughs. She co-writes and co-produces a satirical Dutch news show in Spanish called... Yeah, except I don't do that anymore. That's from like 2020. In 2020, Lara... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the show called? K Onda en el, en el país, yeah. 
You decide what you'd like None to do. None of first. that I'm doing anymore, actually. <laughs> sure, no worries. I, I, you can just follow me on, on my on my Instagram. <laughs> That's it. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at the Edinburgh Fringe. Those With a new, new show things. or the same show? New show. Well done. I'm, I, I, I could never imagine turning around a new show this year. I can't imagine it either. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else that the two of you would like to plug very briefly? When did this come out? Whenever you want. Right now, <laughs> it's live. Um, I think it's probably out. What do you reckon, producer Ben? Second week of June. Oh, okay. So we've got that's a little That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I, <laughs> that is just wonderful. <laughs> She's so optimistic. I love that. Yeah. That is just great. So, <laughs> no, I, if you follow me, you can see all, I, I do a lot of live shows. So you can just see my live shows on my Instagram. And we can follow you on Instagram at Lara Ricote. L-A-R-A. L-A-R-A. Hell yeah. Love that. I've got nothing further. Right. <laughs> to this. Except for the book. Apart from the book, we've done the book. You know, she's yeah, out there. That's really all good. That's, a great a, book. That's I'll tell you what, if you make that book tiny, Lara's going <laughs> to buy it. Would you buy a hundred copies of it? Would you buy two million tiny? <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end, right? What's the, for you, the least terrifying thing? Hundreds and hundreds of tiny little things with your face on because it's a book. But you've written. Oh, yeah. It's literally hundreds of tiny little things with your face on. And Love it. I mean, if it's not your face, but it's your life. It's my life. It's me. I, you you've go. turned that around for me today. Really yeah. have. Come out the other end. <laughs> like the eggs. Like a good old egg. Transplaining is an off-script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry. I've been Jordan Gray. Lara Ricotta, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet. You're so sweet. There's no normal way to end a podcast. Lauren Layfield, thank you so much I'm for joining us. I'm going to do it how Laura did it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so fucking much. Thank you so fu- fucking much. Can you say fucking one more time? Yeah, I'm fucking done with this podcast. <laughs> I love the way you say that. I'm Jordan Gray. This has been Transplaining. It was a podcast. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> <laughs> 